Hartford, Connecticut, Funny Bone, July 30th, 31. Get your tickets. Hartford, Connecticut, Funny Bone. I'll see you soon. And August 5th through the 8th. This is a little bit down the line, but I'll be there. Side Tampa, splitters. Florida, side splitters. The joke's already been done. We don't want to. I wanted to keep it up. It's my half of the I thought you were going to change it. I thought you were going to change we're the wrong, pictures. Boys. Steve's mad because we took down Cliff Richard's pictures and... He looked at me like, whatever. Steve's salty. We got salty Steve. I'm not salty. And that's a great fucking way to look at you. Sometimes you get salty. You'll throw a drink on somebody when you're driving. You'll fucking cut them off. You'll get in a fight. You'll tell people to pull over on the side of the road, which is the craziest shit in the world because that's how you get shot in Nashville. No, I don't. I don't. I don't cut people off. But you challenge people to fight out of their car. That's how you get shot. In Nashville, you can't no, do I that. No, I didn't challenge the guy. You're talking about an incident where I was driving with Dallas. Yeah. Right? And, and you I said, said, pull over. I, no, I said to Dallas, I said, we should just beat the fuck out of this guy. Yeah. But I the, never I never looked at him and go, pull in over. A, in a state where over. everybody carries that. a gun. Yeah. Shuck, shuck, shuck. That's what happens. If you right. come at him, he goes, bop, bop. And it's like, he was coming at me. Right. But and that, people get that on their video. That can't happen if you don't say pull over. Because I didn't see. Yeah, that. but you were throwing. If you throw water, if you, if you, and if you're spraying them and keep guys get mad, shuck, 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 they start doing that. Yeah, now you know when, a, you know when guys get mad what? is when you literally cut somebody off when there's zero space in between you and the other car. So in other words, you're ready to go when that happens. Um, I wasn't necessarily ready to go, but the point is, you get salty happened. right quick. This this is my issue this morning. People are it's astounding to me how many people are horrible at their jobs yes that that is that is fucking for sure i can't tell you how many times i've been on the phone with customer service and you got to hit zero 15 fucking times to get through to somebody and then when you talk to somebody for the eighth time about a product a service whatever it might be and it's just astounding you could talk to the same person be like how do you like are you proud when you go to work yeah when I was, even when I was, well, by the way, that that's when you. That's my problem with government-run organizations because oh, they can't no, get fired. They don't give no a accountability. Shit. So who gives a shit? No, no, there's no. no accountability. Even when I was a host at Caroline's, that's how I got into stand-up comedy. At a college, I was a host at Caroline's, and I would, I would seat people. I had people always offer me money to give them better seats. Yeah, and I'd give them better seats, and I wouldn't take the tip because I was no, this is my job. And I, I had a guy try to slip me a hundred one time and I was a kid and I should have taken it. But yeah. at a principle, I was like, I won't take it. It's my job. And I, I, I still took pride in that job. Yeah, well, and that's why I dress in a suit when I go on stage. Cause I take pride in my yeah. occupation. Why Unlike you, you, you dress like you went to the mailbox. Now, what? Oh, dude, I'm wearing a shirt that brings out my eyes. <laughs> yeah and the glow on my skin yeah and i don't care what any, what anybody says you know there's less glow on this side because my fucking decorations got taken off yeah i mean how long do we want to cl- keep clip for it uh, up? That's, so you're te- you're decorating your cubicle where, where did the pictures go in the trash no they're here i don't know they're right over there you you're decorating your side of the cubicle with clips it's right yeah just your side yeah, like uh, I'd, I'd get some bobbleheads at some point. I'll get some shit. I'll put some stuff up. I'll make it nice and it, uh, it'll it'll feel like home to you me. You have like and a little shelf in the back and stuff. Yeah, that fell home to me. And you now, should make, now and, you and, came and in. There's your jersey. Like a fucking jaded housewife. 
and took all my shit down and go, this is not how we do I things didn't even in this house. He took it down. I was like, hey, should, should we take those down? No, no you you emptied it then. No, no, I, I did. You prompted well, it. Well, I just figured, but do we want to keep yourself, those you could, Why couldn't you just do it? Why'd you have to have a I, lackey I, no, do it? Well, well, no, he's not. He was here do, first. No, because you pay him? Well, he just, I, he's I an pay employee, him. so you do it. Look, he makes 40 grand an episode. Now, here's the you fact. <laughs> and for that, I feel like he has, he can. So why didn't you take him down? Well, if I'm, because if I'm paying him 60 grand an episode, I feel like he should be, you know. No, because of this moment. That's why you couldn't take him down. Yeah. Because you knew in this moment, if you took him down, you'd be staring down the barrel of a shotgun, you piece of shit. Salty Stevie! <laughs> Salty fucking Stevie! <laughs> now Anthony, well, now Danny, yeah. Kid Kid Dynamite took a lot of time to uh, compile a bunch of videos that I didn't know existed because I didn't look at the emails and neither did you and neither did Anthony apparently. What? So Danny this morning goes, um, I spent like a long time getting the video submissions and none of you fuckers looked at it. And so I said to Anthony, hey, Was this Anthony, the one that just came in today? About, we had video submissions Tuesday and Wednesday that we could have, like it could have been part of the show. But now we have them. Now they're oh, all. Oh, now we have a great episode. I know. Let's do it. That's right. I knew right. like that. Let's bring your dad in. Dude. No, let's bring your dad in so he can just drive a conversation and not hear. Yeah, he likes to drive it, doesn't he? doesn't he? like to listen. No. He doesn't like to hear the tags yeah. or the funnies no, no, no. inserted, but he was great. He's going to drive it. Well, he, he's definitely well for people but who want to know about- if he has stories that he, that he did too, I, w I, would, I would keep driving too. It's like he's met with presidents- He's met yeah, with he's senators. Done a lot of that. He's done a lot of stuff he hasn't even <clears throat> mentioned. But, you know, look, I, uh, some of that stuff, though, well, we're going to edit some of the, it because Anthony's... He told Anthony. me about the covert secret op shit that he used to do till he blew out his knee. Yeah, till he blew out his knee. So he used to exciting. kill with a knife. Yeah. That's all you guys need to know. He's not a lumber. He's too lumbering. He's too big. How's he he looks amazing, by the way, for 81. He, he's got good genetics, dude. You see how sharp his mind is? And yeah. his voice is so clear. There's no gravel to his voice. He's not an old man. Mm -hmm. He's got all his teeth. Yep. Fucking, I don't know, genetics. He looks great. So do I, buddy. So do I. All right. He um, reeks of success. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he has he's, a, he's, he's, uh, he has an aura about him. I think a lot of it has to do, maybe I think all of it has to do with the fact that he's super honest about everything well he's super honest but he's also very well learned yeah well that that's um, for experienced damn sure. yeah very confident yeah i told you uh, the story when my friend said all the hey, things Mr. all the things you don't have what happened i don't know did i told he, you the story did he, he was, hug you he, no <laughs> <laughs> he was he was 70 he was 70 or yeah. maybe 72 and and my friend came in and goes hey mr Kellen, how you doing and uh, i said hey hey how you doing i got this is my friend and then that's all I said. And he goes, all right, I'll see you later. And my my father was reading. And my father said, what's that guy do? And I said, he's a writer. My father said, I suspect that's not going to work out for him. Jesus And Christ. I went, how, and of course I knew this. And yeah. I went, how did you know that? And he mm. went, pattern recognition. I've been around the block about 50 times. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And he was spot on. He just saw that guy walk in and knew yeah. right away that it wasn't going to happen for that guy. <laughs> And it didn't happen for that guy. And have, that has be there ever been a moment where you go in, you knocked on, you knocked on his study door, dude, and you walk in, and he's he's sipping something, and he drinks it like this with the stem right there, and you go, "What about me, Papa?" <laughs> I did. That was my whole childhood, and still is. What about me, Papa? Papa? What about me? 
bop, bop, I need some attention. The reason I'm a comic because I got no attention. I had to compete right. with yeah. that. Yeah. You know, I, I wasn't loved properly. <laughs> Not properly. Not properly. The fucking, the fucking guy, you know, he was always, his head was in a book. Right. Or he was always traveling. <laughs> <laughs> Made me tough as fucking nails. I don't need love. Nah, he cracks me up, that guy. Wait, I was going to say something that you reminded me of. Wait, what were we talking about before this? <laughs> Hold on. Let me ask you this then. Hold on. So but you reminded about... me of something. Did, so did, your, did you have a fractured relationship with your father younger and then it got better as you got older or is it always... No, the, I mean, my, my father was... Because <laughs> it seems my father like we're touching was, on something here. Well, my father was always traveling, right? So he was always gone. Right. And so I think when your father's always gone... Right because of his work right and also because he you know didn't love I, you? no 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 i was we were also didn't feel attached we, we didn't there was i was always moved every year and a half right he didn't feel like you were his he didn't he i'm not his um <laughs> but we were moved every year and a half right i didn't grow up in one house i didn't grow up in one neighborhood in one country i didn't grow up in one continent <laughs> right okay so when you're constantly moved and your dad's always traveling uh-huh there's no like there's not a there's not a community he doesn't it's not like he was going to he was not a hands-on dad there wasn't <laughs> like i was a very i was a high i'm gonna high make school. you cry i'm gonna if, make you cry that, today that, that okay. impossible but <laughs> in high school in high, high school i was a pretty good wrestler right i'd right. done well in the new england and, and you always that. looked up in the stands well, and there was an he empty came to seat one. and it was fucking where's he came to one and mommy said brian you want to be here so bad in four years in four years i was in boarding school and then you just got pinned and you're looking up at that empty seat didn't get pinned motherfucker hey hey, look at me didn't get pinned didn't get pinned you know what i mean didn't get pinned didn't get pinned okay uh god damn but but Uh. but to your point in four years of wrestling yeah he came to one tournament, <laughs> but he was always gone. And and I remember it was boarding school, so I lived far away from them. And by the way, watch Wiping this. Wiping your tears with your tie. I took third in the All New Englands, and and but he had to leave after two matches because <laughs> I gotta go because I gotta I gotta catch a flight. So oh, yeah, God so that damn. was my normal. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, and then and then I think the, the only time we had some some tension was when he <laughs> things weren't going well for him for just a small window right uh and then i he and i like just weren't talking because he thought i was going to be a failure <laughs> as an actor <laughs> so he was stressed about that so yeah. he thought he was gonna have to fucking support me the rest of his life so he right. was kind of like i think he was it was a combination one of he was he was one was this fucking kid is fucking off and I spent all his money on college and he wants to be an actor. Right. He's a fucking, he didn't know from acting. He didn't know if I could do it. I don't blame him. Right. And then on top of that, I think he felt like his dad was totally non-existent. His dad was fucking just gone. Right. So he felt in his mind, if he loved me, mm-hmm. I always knew that, but also he gave me a lot. Like he sure. gave, so he worked all the time. So I had a childhood that he never even dreamed of. Right. Right. So- there's resentment sometimes that can build up where you're like this fucking kid like this kid fucking he's just lollygagging around he's an actor you know so it was it was i was annoying to the guy but i i knew that right i fucking knew that i i felt it and i got it like i I was like in my mind i was like i'd be annoyed at me too (laughs) 
<laughs> I would. And so so we we were able to navigate that, but I think we have a great relationship now because yeah. because we both share a core set of values. I didn't need to have him around all the time. He's too if he had been around my mother said if he'd been around, if he he'd lived if he wasn't traveling right. and that motherfucker was part of my sporting life, you know how competitive he is? He he won't do something unless there's a competition. Right. He will not do it unless he's going to win. So if he ever took that competitive spirit and put it on me, oh, yeah. it would have been it would have been bad cuz I'm I'm not exactly very passive either. You would have been successful. <laughs> 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 Look at the way I'm crying. <laughs> it's funny because you know what? I'm starting to learn how I'm going to raise my kids. My kids are too soft. It's I'm too, too late. Nice They're them. old now. Too nice to them. Nah, I got to fucking start being a little neglectful. Because you know what it does, Steve? Yeah. Makes you fucking independent and tough. You don't need a lot of hugs and loves. I, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I think life is tough enough. Listen, man. I think life will kick a kid's, it'll oh, yeah. kick kids' teeth in so quick yeah. every day. The minute they go to school, the minute they go to camp, the minute they're playing sports, it's like my my mindset is to be as supportive as possible. Well, you're a great when dad. I'm there. And but I think my dad was a great dad. Actually, I really yeah. do. Even though he was around, the one thing that was never in doubt, never was that I I was the most important thing to him. So even though he was gone, he would always say that so we could hear that. Right. He'd say, my wife and my kids are far more important than anything in my life. So when you hear that over and over again, oh, and by the way, when the mother, when he would get, when he would get so mad at me for having bad grades, mm -hmm. like so fucking mad at me, he'd look at my report card. He, he'd be like, what is this? Mm -hmm. What is this? You, 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 you're fucking around and you're playing grab ass and you, you know, I mean, he'd get so angry. <laughs> My mother would have to doctor. He, she would literally stencil in fake grades. Oh, really? I'm not kidding. Because he, so when you know your dad gives a shit that much, right. that's a form of love. What is this? That's a form of love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that cry. My when cry. I was at Huntsville and I saw your set, that's, those are the same three words I said to myself. What's that? When I saw you perform, I said, what is this? What is this? And I was waiting to see you afterwards, and I was going to ask you that, and I had to get home because I was so disgusted. You salty today, man! I couldn't wait to get cut off so I could start a fight on my ride on my ride home. <laughs> so, what did you want to bring up? I'm sorry, cut me off. We, but I wish to God I had started this conversation yesterday when your dad was here. That would have been a great oh, conversation because so my dad would have been like, "You're right. Yeah, he was a bit of a." <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I remember just being like, I'm going to be an actor. I remember telling him that. And he looked like he didn't want to say, you don't want to tell your kid not to have his dreams. My dad just went, he went, and he looked at me and he goes, all right. Well, and he goes, he goes, I'll pay your rent. You know, that's yeah. what he said. I never forgot that. He said, I'll pay your rent. I was 24 at the time or 23. And he said, I'd been working as a temp, you know, mm -hmm. doing all this. stuff. And he goes, I guess I'll pay your rent if you need it. And that was cool. Yeah. That was pretty cool. And I said, nah. And he goes, nah, I don't want you to have to make ends meet the way I did. Because if you have to make ends meet and hold down two jobs, you're not going to work on your acting. And yeah. you have the luxury of having me pay your rent. So do that. Yeah. I never forgot that. I was like, all right. All right. That, so that that took a lot of pressure off me. It's, you know, it's so funny because I, 
I have a very healthy relationship with my father. My father's just, you know, very Irish, very loving, outgoing, very intelligent, deep, dense vocabulary, reads nonstop, um, and came from nothing, you know, like yeah. literally was, would go to a bar and order a soda and eat the pickles. Yeah. Because they were free at the time for dinner. Well, I was getting some through college and always, oh, I remember one night my father came to see me at the comedy cellar and my dad's like, all right, love you. Love you, son. I'm like, love you, dad. And then Bobby Kelly's like, love you? And Bobby Kelly, as you know, he's got a very horrible he's the childhood. And he had he did? this- I didn't know he had a bad childhood. Oh yeah, he went to juvie and all that shit. And he, and he worked on this bit and he was telling me, he's like, you ever see my bit? And he, he's like, you know, when you say I love you to somebody, it's supposed to be something nice. It's a, it's a very, it's the, the greatest thing you can say to somebody. He's like, or it could be the most crippling. Like when you hear your father say I love you for the first time and you're in your 20s. And he just starts breaking down. He's crying. He's like, you, what the fuck did you say to me? <laughs> he's such a great he's, comic. I miss Bobby Lee. What's, such he, uh, a what's great, he up to? Not Bobby Lee. I mean, uh, Bob, Bobby uh, Kelly. Bobby, Bobby Kelly's Kelly. got a great podcast called, you know what, dude? Because that's how he talks, and he's, he's got so like good, Colin man. Quinn and Norton and all the New York heavy hitters on all the time, and he's just a great, great guy. He's um, he's, he's also a, a one hell of a stand up comic, man. One of the best. He yeah. and I, I think back in the day, you you <clears throat> you replaced physicality with writing, and he and I were very energetic, and we would literally finish our sets at the comedy cellar and walk up and go in the standing cooler for seven minutes to like cool off because we were so energetic. Wow. Uh, but I remember my father when I was younger, this was something I wanted to remember for, for my kids. When I was little, I, I, I won't forget this, but I, I was on a swing set and I couldn't like get the mechanics and physicality and coordination down to get myself to swing. I didn't have somebody push me. Yeah. And, and this one kid said, oh, Steve, he can't swing. Steve can't swing. Steve sucks at swinging. And I went home and I was like, yeah, these kids are making fun of me at the playground. He's like, why? I'm like, well, they said I can't swing. He's like, well, can you? I go, no. He goes, well, then there you go. And he walked <laughs> away and I was like, yeah, that's it's so at fair. the time it, it hurts. But it was one of those things where I don't know why you think of the countless conversations you have with a parent. And that was like one that I always remembered. I was like, that was really honest. And you know, that's He's right. pretty much it. He's not going to be like, no, son, you're a great swinger. You're the your best for swinging. It's no, it's and, like, and, yeah. and do you need more of that in life. Yeah. You know, my, my uh, son wants to be on the all-star lacrosse team, but he doesn't want to practice. I'm like, you gotta, you gotta throw the ball against the wall and practice your stick drills. He's like, no dad, I don't want to do that. I go, oh, I go, okay. So you, you, you don't, you won't be on the team. That's cool. Yeah. I just walked away. No That's fucking right, yeah. big deal. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna baby you. you, you this, you're nine, dude. You're right. fucking nine. Yeah. You know better. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear. You know. And if you don't, it, 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 there's nothing better. There's no better teacher than life. Like yeah. you didn't practice enough. <laughs> my, my favorite. I wanted to go to Wesleyan because my love of my life was going there. Yeah. I didn't have the grades. I didn't have the grades, and I was all <laughs> mopey. And my dad on the phone never forgot. I'm in boarding school. He goes, "Well, you, you, in order to be a Wesleyan student." <laughs> You've got to be a Wesleyan student. And to be a Wesleyan student, you've got to do what a Wesleyan student does. But you're not willing to do what a Wesleyan student does. Therefore, you're not a Wesleyan student. So the process is fair. It was so great. I'm like, you're the right. The enunciation oh, of every syllable that fucking guy. is everything apparent. 
you are a fucking moron. <laughs> it's just like, that's so like, oh, it's so great. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> that's every parent right there. Huh. Now, my mom will warn you about, she has an opinion about everything. Yeah. And I mean about everything. Well, the apple does not fall far. That is true. That is yeah. fucking true, dude. <laughs> no, I'll own that. I'll own that salty. And <laughs> and you're right. And But... But uh, you know what else? You know what else we call salties? You know what you know what a salty is? What else? You know what a salty is? You don't uh, know what a salty is? Good. What is it? Watch out for them salties. What is it? That's crocodile. That's what they call them. That's what <laughs> okay. they call them in, in Australia. You mean the saltwater crocodiles? That's right, That's okay, what they yeah. Call them. And yeah, you don't want to fuck around with them. They're yeah. In brackish water and you uh, food. <laughs> you food okay. human you food no australia you could get like it's so scary you could just be walking and something will fuck you up a kangaroo will fuck you up i know dude it terrifies me anyway um yeah i think you're right uh i'm not loved and <laughs> when um, is the last time you're <laughs> when was the last time i was <laughs> When is the last time your your father said he loves you? <laughs> Recently. Honestly, when is the when is the last we're, time? We're not a big "I love you" family. You're it's not, a little yeah. awkward, dude. Yeah. Do you guys hug? Uh, no, my dad and I hug now. Does he like when he leaves? Does he leave and then he just turns around and says, "Brian." And then he just walks and he says it, but he doesn't. Nope. And I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. My dad came home. He came home in New York City and he goes like this. He goes, he goes, Jesus Christ. He goes, he goes, I go, what? He goes, my accountant or someone. I don't know who it was. Let's just for, for shits and giggles. It yeah. was his accountant. He goes, um, my accountant. I, it wasn't his accountant, actually, because I know his accountant. It was another dude that he, that like his guy who he does, does his stuff with you know word and he goes uh let's call it his accountant he goes my accountant gets in the cab looks at me he goes love you and i was checking my fly i'm like is my dick hanging out like that's how <laughs> that's how he looks at things he's like love you i don't hey I, don't tell me you, you're a grown man i don't right. know you that well don't hit me with love you like he doesn't like that stuff yeah do you no you don't like it no i mean i i i what do you mean like like I, I have, I'm way more affectionate. I have one or two. I'm way more affectionate. I, I'm, I'm, I'm. I, I say it to my kids all the time. I say yeah, it to my wife I all do the time. too. I say I, do I have too. one or two best friends as guys that I say that too. Yeah, and it's reciprocal. And it's true. Yeah. If it's true, it's true. I got you know people I love. You I've know. never said it to you. Yeah, you have. Yes, you have. Have I? Yeah, you have. Fuck, I said it for you the funnies, fucking have. But love have. you, and you go like this. I love you. Go. I love you. Yeah, and you, yeah, you did. You no. called me one time, no. and you no. went. You were drunk, and you go. I love you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I see. So far, and you from, were like, did you no. hear me? And I was like, oh, I gotta go. And you go, no, 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 no. Shh, shh, shh. I love you. And then there was a pause, and then you Facetime me, and you weren't wearing pants. And I'm not the same. And I said, this is the part where you, you say like, <laughs> I was like, okay. How about mom? Does mom say I love you? No. At all. Mom doesn't. I mean, lots of love, but we are very awkward with that. Okay. We were made to feel awkward about the, the Irish and the Italian. We were both made to feel awkward about that. Yeah. Well, I'm Irish. Yeah. My, my, my old girlfriend said that, um, 
my family has an issue with intimacy. <laughs> We're not very good with intimacy. Yeah. Because you got to be vulnerable to be intimate. So family dinner for you guys is you guys sitting around and talking about the Israel and Palestinian conflict yeah. as opposed to like, what did you do today? That's 100% true. Okay. In fact, when that, and, and Danny can tell you that we, we don't talk about, we never talk about everyday things, which is a problem. We talk about what's wrong with the world in broad scope, you know, issues. And and so so I think part of the reason I became an actor was it was the only place I could emote. Right. Right. So so maybe I was drawn to that because it was the only place I could because uh, I was an emotional kid, you know. Yeah. It, it was the only place I could emote and not feel uh, shame. So dinners for you were like a you know Hyannisport with the Kennedys. That's exactly right. Yeah. And emotion was considered a weakness. Yeah. Right. If you're Irish, the Irish are not, you don't show your fucking emotions. That's not Irish. Culturally right. with the Irish. Well, that's, that's you, you Catholicism. It, they, that's, that's, it's especially Irish, but maybe it is yeah. Catholicism too. It's also like Western. It's also the idea that you, your passions, the passions must give way to reason. That your emotion must give way to logic. Right. That emotion, giving into your emotion is to give into the flesh, right? Mm -hmm. In the inner beast and 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 the higher mind, the rational mind should always be in control. That's Socrates, that's Plato, that's Aristotle. Right. Although Aristotle was like, well, you know, we're also flesh and blown, dude. Like, you know, come on. That you're not just a fucking mind. You're also right. like watch Aristotle goes, watch a woman give childbirth and tell me, tell me that we're just minds we're flesh and bone you know? yeah well there's it's funny even being so immersed here in hollywood and you know people say jews run the the industry or whatever that that i don't believe that that's the case but there are an overwhelming amount of jews involved in the industry and it's funny when you see the the the, the, the disparity in how people handle things like because i'm irish catholic there's an enormous sense of guilt like i don't deserve this i don't even if something's good is happening i don't deserve this because jesus died for my sins and oh, i feel guilty and i got to be bestowed these things and then the jews are like no i'm chosen i'm the chosen one <laughs> I, I i deserve this i just and there's this different mentality i'm like fuck I, that, well the, but that. the jews also there's also with being chosen comes huge responsibility so Jewish guilt is also the idea that I'm not doing enough, right. uh, you know, so there's a lot, there's, there's something called Catholic guilt and there's something called Jewish guilt. And part of what happens if you, if you're told you're the chosen people, mm -hmm. fuck, that's a big responsibility. Now, what do I do with that? So God said, you guys are special. Especially when I you're better banging. Live up to, I better live up to God's words or I'm really in trouble. Right. And so that, that's, that's a huge part of, I think, but, but, you know, and, and one of the things that, that's interesting about when people say well the jews ran hollywood well the great storytellers and directors if you look at like the people that actually founded hollywood right mayor and all those guys, they were all they were all a lot of times they were refugee jews or they were jews who who uh you know where where the arts the arts and and individual expression has always been a fucking huge thing for the Jews. In fact, one of the things that the Russians in in the in the ghettos in the Jewish ghettos, because the Russians kept the Jews, the Zionist movement was born in Russia. It was born during the pogrom. Pogrom is a Russian name for essentially slaughter all the Jews, blame them and kill them all. Oh, I so, thought it was a dough. 
What's that? Sorry. And it wasn't dough. But but the idea was the Russian sensitive takers could never understand. They'd always be they were always amazed when they go into the Jewish ghetto, they'd be like, these people have nothing but books. Mm -hmm. Like the one thing they had was their intellect, was their right. mind. Because that's what they could bring with them. When right. they had to leave, because they always had to get the fuck out, because they would, you know, people would be coming to kill them. The one thing they brought was their knowledge, right. and, and 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 what's what was really important was artistic expression in mm -hmm. the Jewish community from day one. So you, even if you were starving, you you played the violin every day. Right. You 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 wrote a book. You you read a book. It was the idea that really they were important. Thing. They were pa mm -hmm. pattern after the Asians. It sounds like guys. I want to talk to you guys about. Um, something that's very important um murder um murder's bad almost always unless like say uh you had to murder an illness or you had to murder bacteria that was bad for you or you had to murder like say somebody was into murder 24 7 and just murdering murdering and then you were to murder them that would probably arguably be a good form of murder but <clears throat> how about murdering your thirst okay and i don't know if you know this but like like say you like you can't go like if you went a day without food you'd be fine but a day without liquid a day without water how about two days without water every time i go two days without water i don't feel good okay but guess what there's a way to murder your thirst murder it instantly and i'm talking about liquid death yeah you see liquid death comes in an aluminum can, first of all, so it murders the plastic problem. And it also is mountain water from the Alps. The Alps is not processed tap water. It's from like the Swiss Alps, maybe even the French Alps. Either way, mountains that are really high up where the air is super clean. And so is the water. And they keep the whole mineral profile. You know what that means? Well, here's the thing. If you, if you water plants with water that doesn't have minerals, like a, a lot of water out there, they die. You think you're that different from a plant, dude? You're not, you're a moving plant. Your cells, you're carbon-based. That means you need electrolytes and you need minerals that live in liquid death and that murders your thirst instantly. Oh. Mm. Now I recommend drinking at least a case a day. That may be a little much for people, but if you don't take your thirst seriously i don't know what to tell you but let's start with a couple cans how's that sound liquid death <laughs> the best oh. mm. tastes like murder <sighs> oh and by the way if you go to liquiddeath.com big and hungry you'll get two free koozies with your first case choose whatever koozie they have available i love koozies Not as much as I love that liquid death. Again, that's liquiddeath.com slash big and hungry for two free koozies. Also available in Whole Foods and at your local 7-Eleven. Well, no, there's a difference. There's a big difference. Oh, they were chosen. Nope. So the, the Jew, Jewish, in, in the Jewish mythology, an individual can change time. The right. individual can actually literally change. So if you have the alpha and the omega, which is the beginning of time and the end of time. Right. As an individual along that <clears throat> straight line, you can change everything. Mm -hmm. Moses, Freud, Einstein, whatever it might be, as an individual, the responsibility is to think originally and come up with a better way to do it. Because by the way, you're always on the outside looking in anyway. Right. <clears throat> and so 
that's that's tradition. Asian notion, the Asian mythology is that you don't, you're not going to change anything as an individual. First of all, time is secular, circular. Mm-hmm. It's cyclical. It's not, it's not a straight line. It's not alpha and omega. Right. There's, it's, it's kind of infinite, right? There's, and you are a small tree on a large branch. Mm-hmm. So it'd be, it'd be, and, and you're, and as an, as an individual, as an Asian person, you're way more, you're, you're brought up to understand your relationship to the outer world around you. Right. You are not the oak tree. You're the tiny leaf on that oak tree and you do your duty. Mm-hmm. You fit in harmoniously. That's That would be Confucius's thing right. with the world. There's a fundamental difference between that and Western. Just knowledge. for the record, we have a white man telling me how I should be Asian. <laughs> oh so get God. ready for a fucking news flash, Brian. That's not how the world works. But we would not have stand-up comedy if it wasn't for the Jews because we have the Catskills, we have the Borscht We wouldn't have improv. Improv was a Jewish invention. The Second City, the founders of Second City were Jewish. Right. Russian Jews. Well, I think the reason that, that, you know, the studio heads in the 30s, 40s were Jewish. But obviously, as the decades have worn on, that has dissipated to a degree where I, I don't believe it's as applicable today as it was yesteryear. There's a lot of anti-Semitism right now, major amount. More oh, than today, can, more than, yeah, yeah. More than we can remember. And and not to mention a lot of Asian hate and 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 if you are if you have these deep anti-Semitic views, do me a favor. All I'm asking, go and just Google what the Jews have invented, what they've won Nobel prizes mm-hmm. for. Take a look at it. You'll be a little blown away. Everything from stainless steel to the Geiger counter to the X-ray. I mean, just take a look at what what the contribution contributions. Has been. Yeah, it's fucking. It'll floor you. Well, I, I I went to Israel in 2014, and it was I, I, we've talked about this in the past on the podcast. I don't want to get too deep into it, but but it is one of those things when you go to the Holocaust Museum there, you know, when you see these semblances of hate and understanding that this this little match that occurred yesterday could turn into. What had occurred in 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 the early forties, uh, what we did our best to to prevent and 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 stop as a country, uh, it, it is it, it is you know it's it, it's beyond words. Look, is my, what I'd my say. nephew's it's, friend it's heart, had a they beyond had, you know whatever all, yeah. all the all the all the words depressing, heartbreaking, et cetera, et cetera. Words I don't think justify it. Yeah, well, it's it's it, there's a lot going on. Um, let's go to our let's go to our fan submission videos. Oh, let me see what we got here, man. Let's see what we fucking got. And thanks to Danny for getting. Oh, look at this oh. question on Catholicism. Hi, big and hungry podcast. I'm a big fan. My question is, what do you think about Catholicism? What do you like about it, and what don't you like about it? Thank you guys very Steve, much. Steve, you were just talking about it. What do I like about it? Me personally, well, I grew up with it ingrained in me <laughs> you know so it's, it's a big part of my childhood um and as you grow older and as i've seen the leadership from the catholic church and i, I think that that that's the reason why there's been an enormous exodus from traditionalists like myself i was somebody that went to catholic church every sunday with my parents growing up and I would frequent churches, uh, Catholic churches in town when I was on the road. Uh, when I was in New York City, I'd, I'd pop in quite a bit. And as 
that's permeated the the news culture it's it's definitely turned me away from the leadership but going back to my own faith i still have the faith within me and i pray every night before i go to bed and uh i do have a lot of the you know stereotypes associated with catholicism ingrained in me in terms of the the guilt and everything else but i i think it is i think it is a that's the negative for me the positive for me is is the is kind of the roadmap of how to live your life and how to you know the golden rule and all that stuff and how to how to treat you know just i think it's good to have some parameters for how to live your life as opposed to it just being a blank slate understanding that you you should be held accountable for your actions ultimately and i think that that's permeated through different factions of religion but for me i happen to grow up irish catholic and that's that's uh my two cents here how about you yeah i think i think that catholicism i like the idea of forgiveness and i like confession yes i like those two things right but i i think that the when you have a hierarchy when you have a a a an institution like the vatican that has that much money that much history yeah and is that much power yeah um and it has its own is beholden to its own rules because it's its own country mm-hmm. and you are harboring that many pedophiles because the catholic church became a place for pedophiles and predators to put on the cloth and abuse that uh, and use that as a way to get to children yeah um uh and also i don't like that you have to take a vow of celibacy necessarily because this is going to change but a lot of gay men who couldn't face that because they'd be ostracized from their own family or whatever had to go into the into the church out of guilt out of trying to cure themselves well that doesn't sound like a bad recipe what do you mean i know you're around now well now there is the journalist who was gay who who lived at the vatican for a year Mm -hmm. and wrote a book yeah and said this is a boys club it is mostly it is primarily gay men and pedophiles and the pedophiles are are you know are threatening to expose the gay men. The gay men are threatening to expose the, the pedophiles, yeah. and there's a lot of sex going on and all kinds of stuff. So all, all the criticism of the Vatican, much of it is well earned. I'm sorry, I believe so. And, and a yeah. lot of the a lot of the fact that the Catholic Church didn't and still hasn't atoned for what they actually did in their abuse of children worldwide worldwide and you had these fucking cardinals that were transferring priests transferring to different with no punishment when they fucking knew that they were they were raping children i got i got no time for that and, right. and i think they should be all in jail and so you know i'm i'm they they have been scarred they've been tarnished and they deserve it and Brian, the catholic church will never never ever atone for that so. do you remember the last time you saw the pope this no. is pre-quarantine this made the news he was walking through a crowd of people in vatican city and as he's walking through there was a woman that grabbed the pope's wrist she grabbed his wrist and then and then he he slapped her yes. on the wrist yeah he slapped the woman on the wrist which is the same punishment he gives to pedophiles <laughs> <laughs> these are the jokes all right moving on let's see what this guy's got to say Where's the nearest About dispensary? An animal fight question, and I animal need fight. to know who would win between a grizzly bear, a full-grown male grizzly bear, and a Kalenback gorilla. You know the I got a back on me. Big lat Kalenback gorilla. Uh, they're similar to a silverback 
not quite as muscular right. I got in it. their arms, but they've got this big. All right, now, now he makes me want to drink. Yes, he's got. I'd be like, I'll get a shot with that guy right that. now. I think his podcast is waking up in a brewery. <laughs> he, 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 he plugged it. Yeah. Um, what what is what is your uh, what do you what do well, you think? First Steve? off, the minute he says I have say. an animal question, I know you're fucking rock hard. Well, I am, but 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 guys, boing Steve, silverback free squirt, silverback gorilla, and a black full bear, full grown grizzly bear, no black bear, full grown. If I'm in Vegas, my money's on the silverback. <laughs> <laughs> okay, explain this to me. It's adorable. So, so here's here's how it goes. Silverback doesn't have a fucking prayer, not a prayer. Mm -hmm. In fact, silverback is going to be food. Let me let me tell you what. A silverback is all muscle. Oh yeah, all six, muscle. And a bear pounds. is just like a six foot, six hundred pounds. That's right, six foot, six hundred pounds. Silverback. I'm giving you the biggest silverback. I'm giving the baddest. The You're baddest taking a bear frog. though. Now the bear, now full grown grizzly bear. Are we talking bear, right out of hibernation, or are we talking no, we're end talking of season about, bear? We're going to call it a full grown grizzly bear. If you say grizzly bear, okay. I'm getting the bears that live on fish at certain times of the year. I'm not, and I'll even do you better, but I'm going to give you the fit. So I'm talking about bears that get up to a thousand pounds, maybe even twelve hundred pounds. All right. So a twelve hundred pound g -g -g grizzly bear, <laughs> yeah, that okay. that that's got that those jaws and those yeah. claws with that kind of power and speed. The only chance a fucking mountain gorilla has is if it can get behind the grizzly bear and choke it out. But it doesn't know jujitsu, does it, Steve? <laughs> does it? No, it doesn't. The other thing it could do maybe is grab it and keep it from biting it. Right. But that grizzly bear is going to barrel that fucker over on his back, pin him to the ground, and bite his fucking okay, face. Okay, so and, it's, and, and it's body because it's bits. twice its weight. Yeah. And also, it's got crazy jaws. You're talking about, you're talking about 1,200-pound wild dog, dude, <laughs> with a giant head. Okay. All right? Yeah. So, and did you say that they were slow or did you say that something about them being fat and not all m m m muscle? Well, that I was because you look at a grizzly bear yeah. and it's just like it's like a pillowcase that's not oh, full. Oh, that's adorable. Guess you haven't seen how fast they are when they fight other <laughs> g -g -g grizzlies. <laughs> You right, are have so you seen that right now? Hey, 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 Anthony, bring up grizzly bear running full speed and uh, and catching an elk. Yeah, they'll catch an elk. You know what I mean, babe? Kid dynamite. Bring it up, it. Look at this thing fighting the fucking bison. Don't fuck with them. Please don't fuck with them. Do you mean them. to pull that up? Which one? The fighting the bison. You can see the, the way they... Ch yeah, you can... That or, you know... It, it, they're just no joke. I don't here, know if they're going to fight fast that. Fast grizzly bear run right here. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They're just prancing. What is that? Is that like a moose? That would be an elk. That is an enormous elk. God damn. Oh, they'll run fast, dude. They run 30 miles an hour sometimes, I think. And they'll chase you down. And they can they can come at you for a while. 
That's a grizzly bear, bro. The scary thing is, too, they can climb trees. Uh, no, grizzlies oh, don't climb goes. trees. They don't? No. But they'll, they'll, they'll fucking... They'll, 35 they'll, miles an hour. 35 miles an hour. A Kia could go 35 miles per hour, Brian. I'm not impressed. Oh, come on, dude. Can you believe that? He couldn't even catch him. He's just running. He's out for a he's run. He's gassed. He's out he's for a gassed, run. He's gassed, dude. Yeah, he's out for a run. Either he's way, tired. By the way, the answer is... The answer is this is grizzly. unimpressive. <laughs> You brought up a video. I thought I was going to be blown away. Well, if, and it was if, a if, dud. The, if now, if you put a human brain in a, a silverback where the silverback can throw those hands in combinations <laughs> and grab that fucking bear and put him in a guillotine or wrap his arms around that bear, get behind that bear, the bear, the bear is going to have some issues. Yeah. If, if, if the, if, if the bear can, if the grizzly, I mean, remember the gorilla has four hands. Four fucking hands. So the, what I'm doing as a as a, as a, if if he gets me on my back, I'm taking my my other hands that are on my feet, grabbing his back paws and pushing them out, and then I'm fucking I'm holding on to his head. All right, or maybe or maybe and then I'm and I'm and I'm I'm sweeping him. I'm sweeping him. <laughs> okay. Or I'm letting him tire out. I'm holding on to him like that underneath, or I'm just getting under him and bear hugging him and holding on to him, staying out of those out of that maw. And he's gonna get tired, and I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna fucking climb him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna swivel up around his back. Now I get his back, and I'm putting double hooks, yeah, double hooks into his hips, yeah. And good fucking luck, Grizzly, because now I'm, I'm going, I'm sinking my arms deep, and I'm choking you the fuck out. Yeah. And I believe a bear, I believe a full-grown silverback has the arm length to choke out a grizzly bear, no doubt, and he could kill it, but. You gotta be able. You gotta be able to withstand the onslaught, the crazy bite power and power in general. That grizzly bear. If that grizzly bear puts its mouth on you, we got big fucking problems, dude. Because guess what? That grizzly bear shuts your arm muscles and nerves down. So if that motherfucker grabs onto your arm, Mister Gorilla ain't got but one arm. Well, now he's got four, three arms, not four. You need all four arms, bro. This is the Big and Hungry podcast. If you have a question about Catholicism, we'll spend two minutes on it. If you ask us if a gorilla fights a grizzly bear, what'll happen? Eight fucking minutes on this subject matter. What's the next about question? It. Jesus I've Christ. had the debate before. <laughs> I've had the debate, man. You can't open on up. This very yeah, you matter? can't open up a can right, of worms like that. What's the next question? Jesus Christ. Sorry, man. What's up, Lance from Texas? How you doing, Steve? What's up, Brian? Um, <laughs> question for Steve, man. Uh, what's it like working with a geriatric? Piece of shit. You know? Having to co-host with a dude who has life alert around his chest. Why are you making I mean, fun of old you people? You certainly don't ditch people on dinner dates. And you <laughs> eat pretty kick-ass food, so... Did I ditch somebody on problem? a dinner date? Fuck you, Bri. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Brian, uh, oh, salty Steve. Oh, salty Steve. This son of a bitch. Listen, you and you make fun of old people too. You make fun of like that woman Marjorie or whatever who was in our. I thing. don't just make fun of old people. I make fun of old black people. <laughs> Racist and ageist. Racist and ageist. You don't look your age. To 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 just compliment you right. off of that video, but but what is it like like eating soft foods, Steve? Is, do you miss steak or steak. corn on the cob? Can I you had, eat corn on the cob? I had steak twice yesterday. Can you eat corn on the cob? I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> I don't eat corn, dude. I don't eat corn. That's hilarious. 
I'm gonna eat corn. I'm gonna eat a grain like that. I'm gonna use, I'm gonna eat a useless grain. Uh, okay. Well, what's next? Corn muffins? Huh? You like your corn muffins with some jam and some butter? Hmm. I don't eat. I don't eat soluble fiber. All right. Sorry. This kid's cute. Brian, Steve. First of all, stop so for a second. The big he's sitting like this, I think. I, I'm looking at he's his arms. He's a cute kid. Yeah, he's cute. And his, his arms are like that. On the big on. fat fuck. Boys, I need a little advice, okay? Uh, I'm entering my sixth and final year of university. And to be quite candid with you, I didn't want to go in the first place. <laughs> I just kind of went because that's what you're supposed to do. But now entering my sixth year, I have no idea what I want to do. Um, and I don't really want to belong to polite society, to be quite candid with you. I find these people repulsive. It's a little harsh, but it is what it is, man. Um, so I don't know if you guys have a little advice about how to figure out what the fuck I want to do. Other than reading Brian, I'm going into six years of university now. I've read enough, man. Uh, <laughs> do you have any other advice? I'd, I could really use Sometimes it, you yeah. do have to put down the and, books. Uh, Anthony, if you read my last name off this email, I'll uh, fly to Los Angeles and vomit in your mouth. <laughs> uh, well, now we need to know he, what his last name is, kid. right? He's a good-looking kid. And he, uh, yeah, sometimes you got to put the books down and live. This is what it's, I was going to say, it sounds like he needs a little experience. Yeah. He needs to kick some tires. He needs to get out there. He needs to make some mistakes. He needs to just take two years and just get the fuck out. Go have fun. Go to a place you've never been to that you've always wanted to. Get six bucks in your wallet. And get a job somewhere. Like Get a job hands. somewhere. Get a shitty job somewhere. Get through. Meet some girls. Have some experiences. Make some mistakes. And out of that, you'll be shocked with what happens. Yeah. I think. Just do something that... Uh, well, you could also choose to get good at a skill that leads you into other communities and other people. Because he seems like such a nice guy. He's yeah. got a good moral compass, you can tell. Pattern behavior. No, pattern recognition. Pattern recognition <laughs> via behavior. <laughs> God damn it. That's all right, though. Boys, what's up? High school wrestler. Been in lots of battles on the mat. One battle in real life. It sounds like both of you have gotten into several scraps. I love hearing those stories. When I did get in my one actual fight, the natural move that I hit several times to bring people to the ground and then pound was a foot sweep. Have you guys ever used your feet in one of your street battles, whether it's a foot sweep or maybe something else? Cheers. I, I never used a foot sweep. I it's used a judo move. Sambo and judo. I use this. <laughs> I use the old coconut. <laughs> I use the upstairs. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And I got smoked a few times too. But this is probably a, a better question for you because you understand technique good if more you, than if you, you, But you have to be grabbing somebody typically. You can use, I've seen Muay Thai guys use foot sweeps, but. I, I, I'm not thinking foot sweep. I'm just thinking about how to put my right hand on it. But it sounds like that's his go-to move. Yeah, some guys, like, you know, if you watch Peter Jan, Peter Jan fight Alistair uh, Germ... Uh, Al Al Algermain Sterling. Algermain Sterling. He was using those Samba trips, Samba trips, and nobody saw those coming, man. You can't plan for those. Mm -hmm. I was like, dude, this guy is fucking amazing at Samba trips. Like, bang, bang. That, that all comes from judo. So um, I've never used a foot sweep. I don't think that's probably I've had why it used on me. I've had my feet taken out. Probably works for him though, because oh, yeah. you're probably not expecting it. It's a good wrestling move, actually. Yeah, it's it's not something that folk wrestlers ever did. We never learned them, but but um, now with with Russian influence and Samo influence and Jiu Jitsu influence and Judo influence, now wrestlers 
you see these wrestlers now, they're all learning Greco throws, they're learning foot sweeps, they're learning. So these competitive high school wrestlers are not just doing folk wrestling. It's why when you saw Justin Gaethje, who is a D1 wrestler, what happened to him against uh, Khabib was that he just didn't, he doesn't, when you're a folk wrestler, when you're an American wrestler and you wrestled in college, you don't learn the shit the Dagestanis are learning. That's Russian Greco. They're Russian Greco ensemble players. That shit's a different sport. They're using shit like mostly with like folk wrestling, you're doing single legs, double legs. Those are your go-to. You're doing arm drags, maybe duck unders. You know, you're not doing maybe two on one, you know, like head touch, but those guys have a whole system around like especially upper body shit, trips, how to get you on your back, and their transitions, their transitions are impossible to keep up with. That's why That's why Justin, as great an athlete and as great a fighter, the minute Khabib or those Dagestanis grab a hold of you, like, God damn it. <laughs> but that's why. You're not doing shit. If they grab a hold of you, you can't keep up. You can't. But now guys are starting to learn that they have to understand that language. That's what Conor McGregor's doing. Conor McGregor has Dagestani wrestlers in his camp teaching him shit. And if you watch him when he fought Khabib, he, the, the whole point was not to get him to c- close his hands. You can't let Khabib close his hands around you. You're fucked. You're going and get for your a legs. ride. You're going for a ride. No, if he, if he puts his hands together around your body... Right. We'll see you later. So if you watch, Connor was he, he was holding that left hand down and keeping. But he was away. also clipping his legs together. Well, yeah, too, that's, that that's time, his right? move. That's his signature thing. Yeah, and everybody knows it's coming, and nobody can nobody stop can do it. anything about it. And yeah. the one thing they always say is, "I can't believe how strong Khabib was." <laughs> you can't train for it either. You cannot train for that. No, you're not. It's you're weird not. that other Dagestani like people would help Connor, because did he really have like? So they helped him secretly. Oh, they pay, okay. yeah, they had to pay him a lot. Oh, okay. It was it was it was dangerous for them. You you yes. It's so, such a tight knit. I shouldn't even say it because, but the fact is that you just were, got somebody killed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, 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 it'd <laughs> the be blood very is on your hands for a Dagestani wrestler if he was caught in Connor's camp, one hundred percent. Right. So maybe they were from Azerbaijan. You know, maybe they were from Armenia. You know, Iran. Those guys also have you know Turkey. But but listen. The Dagestanis, that that school of wrestling, you know, you, you can pay people enough. I wonder if they taught him wrong on purpose just so he would lose. No. No? No way. Okay. You can't teach wrong because it's too easy to see that. Like, you know, like, but it doesn't matter. How about this? It doesn't matter. Right. You, you, ain't, you ain't learning. You're not catching up to Khabib. Right. It's just, he just has too many tricks. Oh, bring it up. Yeah. All right. Let's see this one. Hello, this is a question for Brian, and uh, I'm just wondering how on earth you stay so handsome at your age. So I'm about to turn 40 in about a year's time, and you know, you can see I'm graying at the temples a bit, and I've got a little bit of grey under here, but you remain so unbelievably handsome, and I'm just wondering whether you have some sort of routine, whether it's skincare, you know, what is it you do to remain so Goddamn handsome in your later years yeah. because I want to follow that food combo. The way right, I combine my food. I'll see you soon. Hopefully, goodbye. You're a good. He seems man. like a nice guy. That's my favorite guy. That's my favorite Colin. Ever. Oh, as soon as he said, "Brian, you stay so handsome," yeah. it, it was like the sun just part. The clouds parted yeah, and a and sunbeam hit me. And I looked. At you, you looked right at me. And here's what you did when you looked at me. You know what you did? What? You started pursing your lips. Yeah. This is my natural face. <laughs> 
if I relax my face totally, we've already gone through this. Yeah. Okay. So, but you have had an incredible <laughs> diet ever since I've known you. What? Uh, that's not true. But lately, 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 I've been really, I've, I've been upping my collagen intake. So my lips and everything else seem a lot fuller. And I hate when people say that because I have a pout and I guess it's cute. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to take advantage of it. If I do this to my girl, to Kid Dynamite, she fucking loses her mind. She's like, I want to have sex right now. And I'm like, I'm busy and I'm going to hang just out of reach. Hope you don't mind me pouring salt on your tongue and hanging just out of reach with a cup of water. <laughs> That's a fucking metaphor. It's a metaphor. Do you have a recipe for this guy? He, I'm not that good you. looking, but let's just say you work out every day and you fucking don't eat like an, a baboon. Don't eat like a baboon. <laughs> That's my secret. Don't eat like I don't eat like a baboon. <laughs> and I love what I do. <laughs> I mean, you just got to love what you do. Okay. All right. <laughs> and fucking bro. Let me tell you something. As the Chinese say, you're as old as your spine. So when you when you come watch me train with Lou Parada, the great Lou Parada, and you wonder why we're doing neck shit, neck shit, neck exercises, well, it's because your neck goes as you get older. When you wonder why I'm doing goblet squats deep, why I'm doing lunges and hops, fucking hops. And I'm and I never miss a pull-up session or dips. You don't want to do those exercises, but the keep you they keep your ass, your upper thighs good. You yeah. keep your flexibility going. Yeah. Your neck, your back, and your ass. That's what keeps your back all all together. So You know what we should do? What, bro? I think next episode, so yeah. you can prepare for this, we each do a wall sit and we see who can go the longest. I bet you beat me because you're a hockey player. But I'd like to see because you you actually work out though. I I don't really work. Yeah, out. but I, wall sits are a bitch. But I'll do that with you. Yeah, we'll just see who can go the mat. How I, long can you hold? Here, let's try. It. Let's try it now. Let's just. You want to just do it now? Try a minute. Let's see how long. A minute. Can you time us? Yeah. Just from here to. Where are we going from? Should just, I pull this out? No, no. Just, go back just here and just hover just above the chair. Just For hover a minute. above the chair. Let's see what a minute does to okay, us. Ready? Set. Go. You got thicker legs. Can you go a little lower, dude? Can I go a little lower? A little lower, bro. Well, I was fucking down. What do you Look want? at where my ass is and where your ass is off the chair. You're two inches shorter than me. That's why. Oh, come on, dude. <laughs> lower. I'm what? Does it look like I'm the same? No. No? See? No. You see what I mean? Really? Yeah, dude. Look at how low I am. This I'm is fucking sweating. This is where the burn happens. You're up here. That's a lot easier. I'm six foot. I'm down here. Yeah, you're five, no, you're yeah. five six. You're kind of you're yeah. You're fine. We're the same, right? Kind. He, I think he just has better form. So I it's do. yeah, because you do this shit. No, it's a minute. I'm fucking gassed. You'd beat me. Are you gassed? Yeah. I can do this. My legs another... were burning. Really? Yeah. I'll do this for another two minutes. I bet if you zoomed in, you could see my legs starting to shake. Really? Yeah. See, I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm not even close to done. I could do this for another. Oh, you beat me. I can do this for five minutes. 
You'd beat me handily. <laughs> oh, I should have read off my dates. Why yeah, but that's just, that is probably because I do it now. So, so here's the thing. I, I, I do squats. I'm sweating. Yeah. I, I, my trainer makes me, like yesterday, he fucked my legs up. The last time I sweat like this, I was at McDonald's wondering, do I get a large size 2A or a number 10? Damn it. Hey, give us more video submissions. Yeah. I like these. All right. But um, want to say, Brian, you were awesome. Saw you in Virginia Beach. Steve, bring your ass to Virginia Beach. Shot of Jameson and your favorite fast food on me. All right. Two questions. I love this guy. For both of your uh, you know, particular set of skills. Brian, if you could combine any two animals, <laughs> you know, their strengths, what would it be? I'm going with the speed of a cheetah, but still the size of an elephant. Can't do that. Doesn't that make would sense be an physically. Absolute monster. No, because you lose right, speed. Steve, you don't always like to eat healthy food. Neither do I. So if you could combine any two foods to make like the ultimate junk food, oh yeah, what is it? I already know. Me, I'm doing Oreos dipped in peanut butter. Yes, that's thick boy Ooh, status right there. Okay, it tastes so good. All right, guys, thanks. Have a good one. Uh, He's a very. I, I let. I let my. I let him watch my children. Yeah. He seems like a good guy. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. What do you? What are the junk foods that you? Here's what I would do. Yeah, I take a New York slice of pizza, and I would take McDonald's French fries, and dump the fries on the pizza, wrap her up, and go to town. That'd I, be my 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 combo. I my had a mac combo. and cheese pizza Ooh. with like with sausage and mac and cheese. Oh. I gotta tell you, it was fucking good. Yeah, that's it. Hold it, <laughs> hold it, hold it. <laughs> mac and cheese pizza, dude. Oh yeah, mac and cheese. Craft mac and cheese has got something to say. I'll do that sometimes, bro. Yeah. Yesterday I had. We were gonna take you. We were gonna take it if you don't say, don't say we were gonna because that means you didn't call. No, you know why I said just, no. Just I, don't I, I said to her, say, I said no. Hey, I thought no, of you. I said go, to her, I said we were gonna take no, you, but I, we didn't. And I said to her, I said no, Steve, Steve won't go. And she said why? I go because he's got a show and it's a fancy restaurant, and he'll come up with an excuse not to eat good food. That's not true. One hundred percent. We had gnocchi blue, blue gnocchi with gorgonzola sauce. We had this stuff that you're not going to eat. See what happened to your face? You see that? It already well, makes I'm me contemplating angry. it. I'm already angry. I'm contemplating. I'm already it. angry because you would have been like this. And no, I, that's and, not yeah. true. And, I love. Uh, I, I love a good wine. meal. Yeah, but you would prefer high ho and and the, <laughs> and the other one. And the other one. Uvo's yeah. Uvo's great. It's very good. Here we go. No, no, it's very good. It's just please don't compare it to. No, 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 no. It is what it is, but it's not. I was going to have not the not owner a fancy of sit down. on tonight, today, but I decided not to. Dude, you know what? You know what's crazy? What? I was, uh, I was going to go to Paris, and I was thinking of calling you, but I didn't. I didn't, and I was like, Brian would enjoy Paris. I got great food there and everything, but I just didn't call. Sorry. No, but you had a show last night. I checked with you already. I checked to see what your schedule was, and I could tell. I knew exactly what you had planned. You had a show. And that meant that you were definitely going to get food before the show and you were going to get something that you have to get, like the window or a high house. I knew. So I wasn't well, going to even, I could tell that you had, you were busy. And I said to her, I go, Steve will never come to VF Attitude. I, I, we were literally, she, what she said, I have the email. She goes, let's get, let's bring Steve 
to Via Veneto tonight. I, and, I, and I said, and then she goes, what I'm about Steve? I'm glad that my friend suggested. Yep. She said, what about I'm glad Steve? That my and I go, friend Danny and I, and I didn't even look at her. I went, you didn't. No, I didn't even look at her. I go, he but won't you come. Did. He's got you, a Danny. show. He's got a show and he won't come. It's not going to happen. And I won't tell you that I happened to meet Jason Dallas at Carney's last night. I won't say that, but I did. <laughs> and I had two hot dogs and a big box of fucking fries. There you go. And I went to bed happy. There you go. Happy. You happy. But then I, I realized, oh, I got to wake up early. And do this podcast and I was sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm liking this podcast. This and by the way, well, anyway, go, go, go. We're, we're, I you know you guys, I know that this podcast isn't as current as it could be. And it's something that Steve and I are talking about a lot. By the way, you can get the, uh, do we mention you can get these episodes on Patreon a week early? <clears throat> but what we want to do, what I want to do for sure, Steve's like, I don't know. But what I want to do is I want to make, I want to make this podcast more relevant on a on a weekly basis. And so we're toying with some ideas that I think could be really, really good. But this has been a lot of fun getting the questions. Can we, can we do one more? I love it. Or, uh, I love that it. was the end of the questions. We have... Oh, um, oh we, we're done with them? Oh. Yeah, we have a audio message that someone left on Anchor. Okay. So can we Ooh. just mention that if you do have questions, go to the Big and Hungry uh, Instagram page. Is that correct? No? No, don't do that. It's such a pain in the ass. Okay, what do we do? Email... Email us. Big and hungry podcast at gmail.com. Big and hungry podcast at gmail.com. Send us your video submissions and we will answer your questions right here as we I have done today. Big and, hungry, Big and podcast hungry podcast at gmail.com. Gmail. All right. What's the next um, one? Here is a audio submission through Anchor. Anchor. Well, let's do, we'll do an Anchor ad, babe. Nice. Before. Yeah. Hey, Mary Stewart Fogley. Or whatever your fucking name is. Uh, Usu Ngole. Yes, this is all from 10 Minute Podcast. Recent podcast on Big and Hungry. Uh, I was thinking it was the live and natural one. Um, anyway, I just want to fucking send you a message to let you know that you guys are the shit. Thanks for introducing me to Steve. You guys are, you guys are unique, man. Love all <laughs> your things, man. I can't want to check out anything you put out anywhere. And Steve, you got definitely got yourself a, a new listener. That's very nice. I said you guys are doge, but... Uh, <laughs> Just you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jake is the best. Jake is high and lying down. Jake, he's, he's Jake high, is absolutely he's lying down. He's talking into his phone like yeah. this. Doge. That's that's our listeners right there. You he's guys, lying down you guys in the rock. back of a Greyhound bus <laughs> that he lives in. That he lives in. Yeah, that yeah. was that was very sweet though. He's uh, I like that. I think I think Jake probably his mom is close by somewhere. But God bless him. I like that guy. I like that guy. Thank you, Jake. You're good. You're good people. Let me pull this up. I saw it. It doesn't matter. We're good. Steve, what else, man? How long have we been podcasting now? Hour and five. Oh, wow. Wow. What time do you go back to Nashville tomorrow? Uh, I go to Vegas. Oh. I go to Vegas to do a show. So, very exciting. Why are you, are you going to do a show there? Is Where? Right? What venue, it? bro? What venue? What venue are you doing? How do you do it? Well, I mean, if I relax my pace and show you how I actually look. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I hate is when people, when people um, laugh at me for being naturally sensual and delicious. That bothers me. It does. It bothers me. I hate it. <laughs> Delicious. And, and I, 
It's uncomfortable, dude. It's It's uncomfortable for me. (laughs) To have that many people want to kiss me. (laughs) Okay, so this has been an episode of Big and Hungry. Right. Every time you make that face, you should just say, I asked for the dressing on the side. I asked for the dressing on the side. (laughs) I asked for the dressing on me. This has been another episode of Big and Hungry. Thank you so much. Come see us wherever we are. BrianCallen.com, Steve Byrne Live. SteveBurnLive.com, yeah. SteveBurnLive.com, B Y R N E, Live.com for tickets. BrianCallen.com for tickets. Go to live tour dates. <laughs> That's a good way to end.